Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenistas podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Oh, Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for this week's episode. This is our fourth episode. We are super excited. Yay! Yeah. (laughs) We appreciate all of the feedback we've gotten. Friends, family, strangers helping us out. We just decided to do this again just for fun. But you know, we're so happy that people are actually listening and having fun with us. If you have anything else you want to tell us or you know, call us, text us if you've got our numbers. (laughs) So this slide into those dms and let us know slide right in (laughs) i had to be creepy for a second i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) so we are going to be talking about some of the crazy covid stories that are going on right now i think we all thought like 2019 was wild but 2020 came in and was like hold my 10th white claw it's about to go down You are not ready. Is it, wait, didn't the whole White Claw shortage thing, was that la- end of last year or beginning of this year? That was the end of last year. Oh, okay. Well, that was, yeah. that should have been, I guess, like our warning sign, maybe. <laughs> Bad things are coming. 2020 is basically like a really drunk freshman in college. It's like, I'm Nothing out of the is. house. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> not today. Not this year, honey. Oh, gosh. But I mean, I I know it's hard out there right now for everyone, but we wanted to kind of focus on some of the good things, you know, the weird things that are coming out right now. So start us off, we found there's some really great memes going around right now about it. And so I found this one. Someone just simply wrote, 2020 is being organized by the same organizers of the fire Festival. Shame. <laughs> Wait, is it the water bottle guy? What is? I wonder what he did, what he's going to do to end the virus. Mm, let's find out. Clip? No. Oh my God. That's one of the best clips of like the, the documentary on Netflix. Yeah, you got to watch it. The guy apparently was ready to S the D. Oh, wait. Yes. Water. Yes. He was like, yep. I do what I got to do. I do remember that. Okay. Nope. Will he be there that. for us to get the vaccine? Will he what save America? now? So I saw one that says every disaster movie starts with the government ignoring a scientist. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? <laughs> Listen, literally, I mean, well, that guy that um was going to warn, that was trying to warn apparently the Chinese government, that guy died. Yeah, he um, did. That was a big deal. And he was trying to get it out there. And I, I don't know the whole story. I don't know this conspiracy, whatever, but he, they're apparently silencing him. So he couldn't really get the you know the warning out there that this right. is going to be a big issue so that's wild a very simple one i found was this episode of black mirror sucks this was actually on a protest billboard like yeah wrote. yeah i saw that one i found one that says finally introverts experience a world that is suited for us all events canceled we don't have to go through the trouble of flaking no one is making random small talk or physical contact everybody is minding their business pray your hands <laughs> That's me like 85% of the time, definitely. Where you're yeah. just like sitting there, you're like, why did I agree to go out this Friday? I don't want to go anywhere. Like, I-, I agreed to that like six hours ago when I was younger and not exhausted. <laughs> like, yeah, how can I back <laughs> I was wilder then. I was a different person, actually. <laughs> Multiple personalities. That's, I was a totally <laughs> different person. There's another one where it shows aliens watching TV and another alien walks in and is like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, watching season 2020 of Earth. 
shit is about to get wild. <laughs> if someone was watching this, they were like, whoa, I didn't see yeah. this one coming. No one no. did. Actually, they probably did. They are probably like just waiting for it. They're like, <laughs> humans, please. <laughs> so I found one that says, wash your hands like you're washing Jason Momoa. And then someone commented on it and said, who the F washes their hands with their tongue? Because that man is falling. There's, I mean, are they wrong? Nope. Are they wrong? <laughs> Shout out to Jason Momoa. Shout out to Lisa Bonet. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all them. we can say about that. The last one that I found, I thought that was awesome. So you guys know the meme that it's Tyra Banks from America's Next Top Model. And she's like, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And it cuts to the girl that she was yelling at and says her label is 2020. So yeah, we were rooting for you 2020. Look what you did. Look what you did. I saw one that says the things that I've learned in the last few weeks. And it was like, I love touching my face. <laughs> like, because <laughs> you don't realize how much you do it until you're told you can't do it. And you're like, dang, like I really am just always touching my nose, my face, my mouth, my eyes, everything. So yeah. The amount I of times I got yelled at for touching my face in the last few weeks, kind of ridiculous. But then again, I mean, you're quarantining. I'm not really going anywhere anyways, but you know. So those were just a couple. I mean, there's crazy stuff going around right now and it's just fun to laugh sometimes. It's okay. You know, like we got to get through this somehow, right? So yep. Miss Doreen, you are going to start us off, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> You called me miss, I called you ma'am. One up. No! I totally <laughs> missed it. How dare you? Why? So Doreen, um, was it last week or the week before? Doreen texted me and she was like, my brother wants to know why you call me Miss Doreen. And I was like, um, I, I don't know. I just do it. It's something I do to everyone. I don't know. Sorry. So to to counter that, I just called her ma'am. I was like, shut it down. Yes. <laughs> Victory So is do mine. you want, do you, okay, so it's no longer Miss Doreen? No, you can call me Miss Doreen. I I'm can't control it. myself now. Now it's just, uh, think of it as a term of of endearment i look up to you you yeah. are a wise beautiful whenever people say wise i feel like you're saying old like no 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 not at all but i say like i look up to you miss doreen the queen she's here oh i like that hey. that's all it okay. is it's just love it's and all love <laughs> all right well i appreciate it so with that lovely introduction i'm gonna start to talk to you guys about the covid19 or coronavirus epidemic that's been hitting our you know just about everybody right now. So first, I want to say that I hope everyone is being as safe as they can be and taking all necessary precautions. I'm still trying to quarantine myself as much as possible and social distancing and try not to go out without a mask and all that good stuff unless I need to. But during this time, we have heard about some crazy things happening while a lot of us are supposed to be at home or some people are starting to go out. And so that's why some of these stories are happening. Wild. So <laughs> yeah, we are going to touch on- back home. <laughs> please, immediately. So we're gonna, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. I'm going to switch around a little bit. Some good, some bad, some funny. So having lived in South Florida for most of my life and the Caribbean and all over the place, I'm no stranger to having to be indoors for long periods of time because of hurricanes, tropical storms, all that good stuff. You know the deal, Jabby. Uh, so, hurricane party? Yes, I know the deal. <laughs> but the, this is the first time that I've ever experienced a toilet paper shortage I, that's a new one for me. I've never mm. seen anything like it. Not quite sure why here where I am, there was still plenty of water on the shelves, but no toilet paper, none whatsoever. Why did people go for that first? Who, 
I who this who decided that that was a thing? You know what? I feel like part of it was a prank that someone maybe did, like put out <laughs> there, and like everyone fell for it. It's just wild. Like, calm down. Hoarding was not necessary of any products at this time, so it just created this effect, right? So you had the people that went out and hoarded these items, including toilet paper, but then you had people who were like, "Crap, there's a hoarders. What are we supposed to do? Like, what if we run out?" And then you have to go and get as much as you can because there's hoarders. So it just created this cycle. And it's just so ridiculous. Like we did not, nobody needed to do that. I mean. Yeah. But so when I found out that all this was happening, Jabby had sent a text to all of us and she was just like, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. It's the end of times. (laughs) You know, hide your kids, hide your husbands. (laughs) Like, they get everybody out here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was just like, okay. And then I started getting more and more text messages from different people. Like, oh, my friend in the government said this. And, you know, this person who works for this state said that. So, so <laughs> make sure you get all your stuff. So I just like panicked and went to like three grocery stores and got as much stuff as I could get. My freezer was so packed. It was honestly difficult to close. I had to make some tough decisions, but I was ready. But when I went to the grocery store, what I thought was really funny is you would either see people walking in with like a cart full of groceries. I mean, with like fresh produce, toilet paper, water, non-perishables, or you would see someone walking in and come out with a pack of White Claws or a case of beer. And that's it. (laughs) Nothing else. They're like, we're good. I'm prepared. (laughs) This is all I need. (laughs) Yeah. So that part I think was kind of funny, but even with the crazy toilet paper shortages, there have been a lot of really good people out there trying to do positive things and bring some positivity to the world because not everybody is financially capable of being able to get that much stuff at one point in time, right? Like a lot of people don't have three to $400 to just buy groceries just in case. So there's a guy in California who started a toilet paper exchange where his neighbors and friends and family would drop off any extra toilet paper that they had and he would help redistribute them to people in need, either in the neighborhood or people that messaged him. And so that was really positive. And then some people even set up like little stands or tables outside of their homes and they left items on there like soap, non-perishable, toilet paper, paper towels, canned goods, all sorts of stuff. And they just left a sign, hey, take whatever you need. We're all in this together. And I saw quite a few of those. So there are still some good people who are not like, every man for himself. So that was a really positive thing. So I also found a couple things about, you know, the positive things, right? We're all trying to keep our spirits up. And speaking of spirits, we all know that drinking has gone way, way up (laughs) in quarantine. So everybody get ready. We're going to need to detox. We're going to need to go to rehab after this. Like we are a mess. The numbers are ridiculous, but hopefully you guys are all drinking responsibly. I saw one story that I really liked it was so cute so this lady just shared her story randomly online and it was she wrote a preschooler on our block is filled with anxiety what with the talk of disease and his school shutting down so his parents are organizing a block porch picnic this saturday there will be music and balloons and we are all asked to come out on our porches wave to him and to one another have loud conversations across the block while the family's protective yellow lab wags her tail encouragingly So I thought that was super cute. Obviously, everyone needs a pick-me-up right now. We really do. Call your friends, you know, call your loved ones. I know we're kind of all in this rut and things are kind of opening right now, which is wild, but call someone and just be like, hey, how you doing? How are you feeling? (laughs) But then one of my favorite things that are happening right now are all the concerts that musicians are doing on various social media platforms. Yes. Oh my gosh. 
again, music is huge for me and Doreen. So like we've both been like trying to keep up as much as possible with the different shows that are going on. Twice me and my husband have done this. Two of our favorite bands, which the first one for this band, when we go to see them live, what we do is we always get a shot of whiskey and beers. So right when the band starts, we take our shot and then we have like the beers, whatever. So we did the same thing at home while we're when we were getting ready to watch that concert and so that was kind of fun um you know again drinking responsibly thank you very much but it was even more fun because we wouldn't have been able to take our kids to a live show you know we got to enjoy the concert together as a family and you know the kid was bouncing around and then passed out perfectly (laughs) (laughs) you know so getting to experience that a lot of uh, my other favorite bands have done live acoustic set um and chats with bands there's seems to be a lot of Instagram stories or live Instagram things where just musicians are taking the time to connect with us. You know, some of them are trying to find other ways to survive because going to see their shows and all these, you know, things like that, that's how they make their living. So if you have a musician, if you're able to, you know, support them in some kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, my favorite. So yesterday, we should tell you where we are. But yesterday there was Ludacris and Nelly. They did a battle or like a Ludacris and Nelly. Okay. And then, you know, last <laughs> week it was Erica Badu and Jill Scott. And then we had the first one, the epic disaster, which was Babyface and Teddy Riley. What? With their sound was just, they couldn't get it together. It was oh, just no. epic fail. But since then, they have only, like, improved. So it's been good. It's been good. We've gotten better. Oh, wait, better. so is it the same company that's hosting all of it? No, these are just like the artists that are working together. They just thought it would be fun, so they do it. So I laughed because, you know, Nelly versus Ludacris. For me personally, I'm like, Luda all the way. I hear you because we're from down south. So like Ludacris is what we know. But for a lot of people are like, yeah, they're like, Nelly, what? No, of course. So I'm going to go with Ludacris. But, you know, if you disagree, You mean the down, down baby guy? What? (laughs) (laughs) But he also had like Air Force Ones. Like he... He had a lot of good songs up in there. Anyway, so nonetheless, look, those are some look. of the battles that have been happening. <laughs> I'm jealous. I, we have to find the Erica Badu and Jill Scott one, though. We definitely need we to do. do that. Yeah, but, I love um, them. The other thing that I, I, I wanted to mention was, you know, and if you're into, you know, I listen to a lot of different types of music, but there's a company called Hate Five Six, and they have been releasing some great hardcore concerts. So if you're into that style of music, check it out um, on YouTube. So that's been keeping me busy. I know my husband was watching, I think he said Radiohead from Bonnaroo a few years ago. Um, nice. He's trying so desperately to get me to watch it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. But it's just so relaxing and nice to watch all this stuff, you know? Makes yeah. Me feel like things are not completely horrible right now. Yeah, but, you know, while we're, you know, going through all this craziness, there are still some crazy stories coming out. Oh, like God. the man who, um, his name is Alex Jones. He's a well-known conspiracy theorist. He was on his radio show a few weeks ago. And he, I mean, this, this is like a couple weeks in. Like, this is not like three, four, five weeks. No, this Ridiculous. is right at the beginning. He says, and I am quoting this, I'll admit it, I will eat my neighbors. Okay? Um, and then he goes on to further say, and I'm going to read the whole thing because what crazy man? Um, he said, I won't have to for a few years because I've got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up, gut them and skin them. My daughters aren't starving to death. I will eat my neighbors. I will. What sort of nonsense is that? Sir, you are not invited to the cookout. Mm-hmm. Nope. You're not allowed to bring a dish. No one will be coming nope. to your house. No sleepovers for your you. Your kids can't play with my kids. <laughs> like, That's it. 
it's over. Why are you thinking about this? We are not there. This man is, is not like, he has money. So he's definitely not going to be one of the first few people to starve or anything. So why go to such an extreme? You've been watching Purge too long. You have had a plan yeah. and you're, no, now is not the time. No, he's not a so. sane person. And that's why he's a conspiracy theorist host, I guess, of a show. I think you said that he was one of the people that pushed the whole Sandy Hook thing, that that, that wasn't yeah. real or something. Like, and he had to pay that out because he lost. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. So there was also a girl who decided to lick a toilet seat mm. on her way to spring break during the quarantine because she said she was jealous of all the attention that COVID was getting <laughs> as opposed to being focused on her because she's the only important person in the world where people are dying. Like, <sighs> just the, the, the level of narcissism in some people is just ridiculous. That's hilarious because um, it's like, do you not realize that literally no one knows who you are? And she, I think she thought that this was like her claim to fame. It was not. That's no. why I refused to name her because no, 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 honey, not. no. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> there was also, there's also been a rise of people threatening to cough on people as like a threat of violence. Like if you don't give me your money, I'm going to cough on you. If you arrest me, Mr. Police officer, I'm going to cough on you. Like it's just ridiculous. Like people stop it. Like that's, <laughs> that's crazy. There was a man who wiped his boogers or his snot on a, on a cashier because she told him to put on a mask and he went to jail. Cause that's, cr- are we five? Are, did we go back to the school? Say to like that? Play school? Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> I'm going to say it in the way that I want to use it, okay? (laughs) So if you haven't heard our last episode about why we're not cool anymore, please go listen to that and we can tell you what yeet is. Um, There was also a guy who locked himself or broke into a restaurant and for four days just gorged himself on food and drinks and alcohol before he was caught. That's just greedy, Brett. You could have just, you know, you didn't have to do, you you literally (laughs) lived in there? for four days so you had to cook your own food like it's not like you were like served this food you had to break in and cook your food for four days you did that and then that's amazing i'm part of me is not mad at him because i love food that's ridiculous (laughs) that's that's ridiculous and then in georgia for a hot second because they had to reverse it they stopped requiring um physical driving tests for new drivers but I remember what a bad driver I was at 17. I did not need to be on the road. No, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not saying they're all bad, but like mm, traffic in Atlanta is terrible. Mm-hmm. And when you add a bunch of 17 year olds, and let me, let me give you the number of people who got their license. 20,000 people got their license <laughs> without taking a test. 20,000. Wow. So um, surprise, surprise, they had to go ahead and like mix that and be like, you know what? That was our mistake. My bad. We're going to take that back. <laughs> so they, they, they stopped it. But for a quick couple weeks, it was a little chaotic. The kids didn't yell, take no take backsies quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> no take backs. No take backs is mine. <laughs> they forgot. They messed up. They should have put it down. And then, um, so there's, I'm sure there's a ton of other crazy stories, but there's also been a lot of conspiracy theories as to what's causing it. It's the government. It's this, it's that. But one of the ones that I found really interesting were, were that the 5G cell phone towers were somehow causing the illness. And so since then, 77 towers mysteriously burned down. Even though these 5G tower conspiracies have been around for at least a year or so, like, I mean, maybe longer from the time that they started developing the technology, there were concerns about what it could cause, but now it's apparently causing this. So yeah, (laughs) but you had some more on conspiracy theories, right? I went wild. Um, Conspiracy theories are a favorite topic of mine. I will spend hours and hours on the internet 
it'll usually start with the Mandela effect. And then I'm down the rabbit hole. I have had the drink. I've eaten the cake, all the Alice in Wonderland things that they're, they're just like, don't do it. I've done it. <laughs> I clicked it. And <laughs> now I want to know, does anyone else remember? Is it Berenstein or Berenstain? So that's I how- say Berenstein. I don't see any of those. What? <laughs> yes, Berenstein bears. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to forgive you <laughs> because you spent part, part of your childhood in the Caribbean. No. Ah, shape. No. So wait, let's go back. So the Mandela effect is when a group of people, like a large group of people, think that they've all experienced something or they remember something. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that, that turns out to be false. And the reason why they call it the Mandela effect is a lot of people thought that Nelson Mandela passed away in the 1980s, even though he didn't pass away until 2013. But there's a large group of people that are like, no, it was the 1980s. I remember it. But it's like, a, it, it's so weird, right? It's a little bit of like mass hysteria, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually, you know, it's funny about that. I literally was looking for a movie to watch earlier today. And there's a movie called The Mandela Effect. And it's nice. about, a, it's a psychological, it's like a B movie, I think. And it's about a guy that's just kind of stuck into like conspiracy and like questioning reality, things like that. But I I haven't watched it yet, but I'm probably going to watch it before I go to sleep because I'm a weirdo and I watch horror movies before I go to bed. (laughs) So conspiracy theories are everywhere. They have been around since forever. One of the things that ends up happening after I've gone down my rabbit hole is I end up questioning my own reality. And I'm like, I'm 100% sure that I'm on something like the Truman Show and <laughs> I'm paranoid that someone's watching me. I don't I feel safe. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Basically. But let's uh, break it down then. So Anthony Lancien, Doreen, you know what? I'm going to let you re-say that for me because it is fun. <laughs> okay, say his name again. Anthony Lancien? Lancien? Lancien. Ooh, say it again. Anthony Lancien. Ooh, <laughs> Makes it sound so good. Mr. Say it again. Lancien. Is a, re- is a researcher and associate professor at the universe- Université Paris Nantes. Okay. okay, say it again. Université Paris Nantes. That's why I love you. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> so he is a professor there. And um, he typically focuses on subjects such as conspiracy beliefs, conspiracy theories, and moral psychology. His research of conspiracy theorists found that they're most likely to have personality traits that include openness to experience distrust, low agreeability, and Machiavellianism. Did I do it? You got yes. it. Yes. Hey, who's a pretty girl? You're a pretty girl. <laughs> Please right. watch that video by Kevin Hart to see why we're doing that. Oh my God. I saw like a still of it somewhere today and I just relived the whole video again. I was like, that is the greatest thing I've ever seen. But these are all associated um, with conspiracy belief. Machiavellianism refers to a personality trait where a person is so focused on their own interests that they will manipulate, deceive, and exploit others to achieve their goals. And then someone with low agreeability, basically that's an individual who is usually not very dependable, kind, or cooperative. As far as the cognitive process of conspiracy theorists, they are more likely to overestimate the likelihood of co-occurring events, to attribute attribute intentionality where it is unlikely to exist, and to have lower levels of analytic thinking. So let's all start thinking about that one person that we know that meets all these traits. Other than these traits, 
I think the most interesting is the individual's need for uniqueness. This is not a far cry from most people. This is not something that is restricted just to conspiracy theorists. A lot of people have a need to find their own uniqueness, to separate themselves from the herd. But really, I mean, it's really hard to do that in all actuality. Conspiracy theorists believe that because they be- these individuals believe in something different from the mainstream or have potential secret information, that they're better than others. They deem themselves, you know, worthy of this information. Um, they're in a secret society. They're more informed than others about important social and political events. So it's really not a surprise that most people people who believe in conspiracy theories demonstrate narcissism and or grandiose ideas of the self. I have a small list of individuals that I know that match this criteria. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that person's a psychopath. I know it for sure. <laughs> so the other issue is when there is an absence of scientific explanation of an event, people will create their own stories to fill in the gap. The worst though is when there's actual scientific evidence to back things up and people still are just like, no, F that. Like, I'm just going to come up with my own reason for all this just because they don't like what's being said, just because it doesn't fit what they want to believe. And so that's the scary part, right? That's when we start having, you know, all these individuals that are out running around with their guns and stuff. And it's just what? why? Is there really a need? But with that being said, Doreen, I found some more fun conspiracies for us. What else you got? Yeah. How the virus started is still up for debate. I remember when it first started, I saw a meme about a time traveler from 2020 going back to the early 2000s and describing all the crazy things happening right now. And it referred to how a guy bit the head off of a bat and caused the whole pandemic. And I remember I talked to Doreen about it and she was like, no, this really apparently happened. And I was like, what? I thought it was just a joke. Someone actually ate a bat and that's how this virus occurred. It's just such a strange thing to say. And I I don't know, mind blown, but that even that is still a theory because we have another conspiracy that the way it started is that the virus was leaked from a research laboratory in Wuhan, but it still comes back to the bat. So the virus was leaked because apparently the researchers were trying to collect some information for a study from a bat. So that's still connected. And then one that I thought was really interesting, I didn't know this one before I did this episode, was there's apparently one that says Bill Gates is behind the whole thing. I don't understand that. Miss Doreen, you look very disappointed. So, I I mean, I know a lot of people just think a lot of different things. So I don't want to, like, make anyone feel like, well, if you believe this and, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. But I just feel like some of these are so outlandish. Like, even when I heard the bat thing, I was like, that can't be true. Like, they're just making stuff up, right? But in that particular culture, eating bats is part of their culture. Like, it, for them, it's not something abnormal as it kind of is for us here. So it makes sense. But to be honest, we may never find out how this particular strain of COVID, because COVID existed for a while before this, but this particular strain of COVID, we may not find out because you may have cover-ups and things like that. Because let's be honest, are all of our governments just completely transparent with all of their citizens? Mm-hmm. Not so much. So anyway, but I'll let you continue. That's your conspiracy. There's there's a little craziness happening, of course. There are things that we don't know. But the, the whole thing with Bill Gates is that he knew about it apparently 
back in 2015 and even made reference to it in a TED talk when he was talking about the Ebola outbreak. So there's a group of anti-vaxxers that believe he released the virus in order to create a fake vaccination in which people are actually implanted with microchips so they could be controlled and tracked. What? How so? <laughs> Why? 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 I... You know what? Honestly, I'm I'm at loss for words. <laughs> yeah. I'm at loss. I'm sorry. Like, it doesn't make sense. But the one that, that really is ridiculous and bothers me is the idea that the virus really doesn't exist and that this is just a way for the global elitists to control the masses and take away our freedom. This whole take away our freedom thing, again, Mr. Ring, you said it very nicely, where you said that you know, a lot of people that believe a lot of different things. So <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, but, I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't believe any of those particular theories. So do you have proof? I, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. Up, but I don't want to go too <laughs> deep into this one. It personally really pisses me off. Um, and it's currently causing very real dangerous situations. A story came out a few weeks ago about this guy who was proposing all these theories that this whole thing is a hoax. And why are we doing all this quarantining and that this pandemic is just a way to control people, blah, 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 right? The dude ends up dying of Miss Doreen. Coronavirus. Coronavirus, girl. And then that was my was- Cardi B impression, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do it right? Yeah. See, I'm a little cool. That's a little, a little cool. bit. A little bit. Um, but any what what's crazy is that his family wanted to live stream his funeral, I guess, for family and friends that couldn't physically attend, right? Because we're supposed to be in quarantine. They decided not to because of all the criticism they were going to receive or that they were receiving because of his ignorance, and I'm sure some of his family's ignorance about the virus. So people were just basically, I mean, you the story's out there, so people are going to comment that we are in the day and age of the internet. Everyone's got to say, right? But it's true. I mean, like, there's so many theories, other theories out there. Some are funny and obviously just pranks, but then you have people like this individual that are actually causing people to risk their lives out there. And personally, my take is, unless you were in the room when it all went down you don't know 100% of anything I'd rather be safer than sorry but if the whole Bill Gates thing is true I may agree to be a test subject for the whole implantation thing I mean for a hefty price (laughs) for a price obviously that's a no for me that's a no no thank you I don't want to be a guinea pig or a test for anything nope 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 what if like billions I won't even download the iPhone updates in the first two weeks because I want to make sure all the bugs are out first I'm like, nope, right? I will not be the first. Okay, no. tell me that's not the worst. <laughs> when you see that update thing on your phone, and it's like, please update. I skip that as long as I can. As no. long as I can. I, yeah, I'm like, nope, because if because I, I remember I used to download it as soon as it came out, and then all sorts of stuff on my phone started acting up, and it wouldn't work, and I'm like, nope, nope. Just that is not a conspiracy. That is fact. <laughs> they will break your phone so that you were forced to buy a new one. Yeah. That is just I'm a fact and it's nonsense. Capitalism, just saying. Anyway. So <laughs> some of the other like crazy stuff that have happened, um, I, I can't I can't let a moment go by that I don't mention this anymore. But the Tiger King and Carol Baskin, <laughs> that was one of the craziest documentaries that I have and I'm sure many other people have seen. Like I was just like, use my Netflix password, please watch this. Like you need to do this <laughs> for me so we can have a conversation. I talked to some 
so many people about this documentary. Oh, yeah. It like it it was just everywhere. There are memes, everything. Who's gonna play who? All the conspiracy theories about what happened Wait, to her husband. Isn't um what's his face gonna play Nicholas Cage? Yes, apparently yeah, that's, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Like yeah. he would be probably. I think he's probably perfect. Uh, you know Wild. what? I don't, I here I have a differing opinion. I don't think that we need to make any more movies or oh, anything no, else about the situation. Like no. I'm like, please stop. I think this documentary was enough. Like he was already a narcissist. So like oh, we're yeah. feeding into this and he's like, see, I deserve to, to be on TV. I did all yep. the right things. And so I just think that we should we got to see a different side of all of these exotic animals. And mm-hmm. I think we need to take that lesson away that like this is not what we think it is. And there's a whole shady underground situation even happening with the people who are exploiting them and the people mm-hmm. who are quote unquote saving them it's it's yeah. all just kind of just dark and just really gross so yeah side anyway. note i don't, i'm not a fan of that stuff i've never i i don't know how i feel about zoos and sanctuaries in general like i'm still up in the air about them because quote unquote sanctuaries i mean really where are you getting the animals from i don't know if someone yeah. has information about it and want to send it our way please do because i have questions Okay, continue. So, but the Tiger King was everywhere. So my question is, would this documentary have been as widespread if we weren't all on quarantine? It was crazy. It was ridiculous. It was just like, what is happening on the TV right now? But I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to go ahead and chop that up to just everybody being at home and just dying for something different to watch. And so we watched the Tiger King, but I don't think we need to keep it going after that. And then another weird phenomenon that's been happening is dreams. People have been plagued with really vivid dreams since going under quarantine. A lot of scientists have felt that the state of your dreams are tied to your waking hours and your general well-being. So being in isolation or being or like the feeling of being forced to stay inside can actually put your body under stress. And that has caused a lot of people to have vivid dreams. For some people, it's nightmares for other people's just like really realistic dreams like if you wake up and you are mad at somebody like i know you did this it it may just be because your body is creating like a dream state that doesn't really exist i think it's awesome so like me and doreen we both have vivid dreams no matter what i've always been a vivid dreamer since i was young like i mean i can remember it started with horror dreams because I watched horror movies very early on when I shouldn't have been. My grandma used to just let me watch whatever. So my favorite genre of movies is horror movies. I grew up on Freddy Krueger. Like, that's my dude. But I would have these nightmares in at night and they were super vivid. I just remember feeling like everything was real. But I wanted to tell you about my dream last night. Okay. It was one of my weird ones. I Every once in a while, I always tell you, like, Doreen guess what happened last night so this one and i'm pretty sure this has to do with some artwork that i saw on the internet something weird happened i i personally was in an accident where i was in half so not um um, horizontally this way (laughs) okay side to side not up and down yeah so like (laughs) see i was right you guys can't see us but me and doreen can see each other So I was cut from like my legs basically down. I didn't have my legs anymore. And so I was at this strange facility where they created a whole lower half for me, but I also had controls at the top where kind of like joysticks in each hand. And that is how I was walking. 
so and staying alive but it was really strange at the same time apparently my son was there and he was fine but they were trying to get me going so that I could activate this machinery of my body so then I could be comfortable taking care of him on my own so I remember in my dream seeing like waking up and seeing him in like a little bassinet and sleeping he was fine and they're like no he's fine you know whatever but we have legs for you and so and I was walking through this weird lab and then I ended up in an office randomly across the hall and there's a whole bunch of office politics blah 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 yeah okay that's right (laughs) right that's where I should stop because it got weird (laughs) and I like I said I've always had you know you said it best I've always had weird dreams so mines have just been I mean pretty normal for me the only thing is like I don't sleep as much but that's also another thing some people have been saying they have weird dreams other people said like their internal like body like time clock is just off but they said that um they haven't been sleeping long enough or that they feel like their mind just won't shut down it's because you kind of create like a routine every day when you get up or you go out or you go places but when you don't have that you just you're just kind of going from day to day Mm -hmm. so sleeping is really important I'm sure you guys all know because it feels great but also because Mm -hmm. it helps to repair your body reduce inflammation and stress and depression and so what's happened is because of all these issues since we've been under quarantine there was a recent report from Express Scripts they are a prescription benefit plan provider and they said that the use of anti-insomnia anti-anxiety and antidepressant medication have spiked and it's gone up by 21% between February and March of 2020. But similar changes were also reported after 9-11. So if you feel that way, know that you are not alone. Or if you're feeling overly anxious or really down, please seek help. There are so many ways that you can get help right now that don't involve you leaving the house. If you don't feel safe, you can talk to someone online and, you know, there's telemedicine and all this other stuff, but please seek help. You know, for our friends and family, we are here for you guys. And if you need help, we can definitely point you in the right direction. So on to less serious things. So many people have been impacted by being under quarantine or sheltering in place orders that it has negatively impacted their major life events, like having their weddings and stuff. But the creativity that I have seen come out of this time is really inspiring. The Zoom weddings, all the Zoom videos, there's house party, Facebook, everybody has just been like calling each other and having happy hour and birthday party. It's just been really, really impressive to watch how people have gone out of the box to celebrate baby showers and graduate during this time where you can't really physically be together. And then another really good thing is uh, the pet shelters. A lot of them have gotten to close because they don't have any more pets to adopt because they're all taken in. And I just love that because while you're quarantined, why not love on an animal? But again, remember, no take backs. You can't bring them back when this is over. Like, oh, well, I'm done now. Nope, they're yours. Yeah, don't be cruel. I'm sorry. Just please don't. We are animal people. I am a cat person personally. I love dogs, but I'm mostly a cat person. But don't do that please keep them they love you thank you for taking them in and then a shout out to the essential workers and nurses and teachers and everybody who's still out there working during this time i cannot thank you guys enough for just being so awe-inspiring during this time and putting yourself at risk to help keep people safe and healthy so it's just been amazing to watch how people have gotten creative during this time do you have anything else well I just wanted to end on another high note but I wanted to share my personal happiness from all this um and I think we all if you take a step back from all the crazy you probably have something that has gone really well since all this has gone down and personally for me even though my husband and I are supposed to be working out of our home and our 10 month old is supposed to be in daycare I am so happy to have this time at home specifically watching 
my son's development at every moment is a gift and I do not take it for granted. I understand that there are people out there, you know, there are essential workers who are out there busting their ass for their families and, you know, for the population as a whole and they don't get this chance. Or there's some people who single mothers, single dads, and I mean, you have added stress, you know, having, being able to be home and see your child develop. I do not take that for granted at all. Um, and I hope that, you know, other individuals and couples can take that into consideration that this is a strange time and an unpredictable, but the fact is, is that if without this have happening, when and when else are we ever going to get this length of time to spend with our families? Yeah. Yeah. And I've actually gotten to see a few of my friends start businesses, really promote their side hustles, um, start YouTube channels, just really finding their true callings and trying to work on things that they're passionate about. So yeah. try to make the best out of a negative situation and try to find a little positivity, a little ribbon of, of love and hope, you know, to keep you going. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, you know, this America I mean we are wrapped up in work like crazy and it just causes all kinds of stress and issues and you know what fuck the people that are saying don't treat this as a vacation take a day go treat yourself okay treat yourself 2000 <laughs> do it okay just do it because you know what I, again otherwise when everything goes back to normal it's back to the races so take the time treat yourself, personal project, that one thing that you never had time to do before, or the projects you never had chance to do with your children, do it, please. So that's what I got for this week. And <laughs> one other thing you should do is make sure to follow us on social media. Oh, we yeah. On Facebook and Twitter. Us. <laughs> and Instagram and make sure that if you listen to our podcast, right, you should be, if you're listening, that you guys are rating us and following us so that we can continue to bring you this, you know, great dope content. Um, so that's all that I have. So thank you for joining the Ebenistas for another bomb episode. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed yeah, it. It made yeah. me feel a lot better. <laughs> Good. Well, so that's it. We're out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Ebenistas podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Jabby and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions. <laughs> <laughs>